At the end of August, the State Board of Elections announced that individuals around New York had been going door-to-door impersonating local election officials, raising issues about the registration status of voters they were contacting. The activity comes at the same time that the validity of the state's election results in 2020 and 2022 have been challenged by a group called New York Citizens Audit, which argues that there are significant numbers of ineligible votes being cast in New York, allegations strenuously denied by Republican and Democratic election officials. For more on these two potentially linked developments, we're joined on the Capitol Press Room by Chris McKenna, a political reporter in the Hudson Valley for the USA Today Network. Welcome back to the show, Chris. Glad to be here, David. So I want to begin by having you recount some of the stories you highlighted in your recent reporting from uh, voters who had visits to their home, from people uh, pretending to be county election officials. What were the issues being raised? And based on your understanding of what the State Board of Elections has said, for example, does there seem to be any commonalities among the people who have received these contacts? The statement from the State Board of Elections cast all this in a in a general way that voters across the state were being questioned about their registration and accused of committing crimes by being registered in more than one place. So I got from them a list of counties where these complaints had had arisen. There were 13 of them at that time. There may be more by now. And I had to call them individually to find out what had been reported to them. So these stories are not directly from the voters. They obviously wouldn't disclose the names of the voters for me to speak to them directly about, about what had happened. But it was the election commissioners recounting what was told to them. There was some variation in what they said. And the big issues that I was interested in were the most egregious things that the State Board of Elections had suggested was going on in all of these instances. People being accused of crimes, people being asked to show their driver's licenses, and also that they were misrepresenting themselves, that they were wrongly claiming to be from the County Board of Elections. The, the I spoke to four election commissioners in four of the counties and there was some variation of what had actually happened there. So what, you know, the state board was giving a generalization that didn't always apply. In a couple cases, the election commissioner said, yes, the person uh, who came to the door identified himself or herself as a board of elections worker, which is clearly wrong and potentially criminal, as the state board of elections pointed out in its press release. In one other place, the person was asked specifically, are you from the Board of Elections? And they said no. In another case, they said they were participating in an election integrity project and did not identify themselves as a Board of Elections worker. So it was a range. You know, in one case, the voter was told that they had committed a felony, which is really bad. They had not committed a felony. This was someone who had moved recently from one county to another, changed their registration, had been properly purged from the voting rolls at their previous address. And yet, because a record of their former voting address remained, some person shows up at their door saying, you're registered twice, that's illegal, which which was really bad. You know, it ranged from that to, you know, somebody showing up and not even being able to get a hold of the voter getting turned away from an apartment complex. The, the commonality in 
all of the examples that I was given, it was someone who had moved. They used to be registered at one address and now they're registered at another. And, and, you know, there's this vestigial record of where they were formally registered to vote. And the people who are doing the door knocking have a full database of voter records, including the purged record. And they are interpreting that to mean the person is registered twice, which it really doesn't. Well, is it apparent from the State Board of Elections or based on other reporting you've done, who is behind these people that are, at least in some cases, allegedly masquerading as elections officials? And I guess for starters, does it seem like this is a coordinated approach or is it possible that there are just a random collection of people all embracing this same strategy? You mentioned the group New York Citizens Audit. There there doesn't seem to be any doubt this is a project of New York Citizens Audit, which is this grassroots group that has been kicking around for two years, I believe. They claim to have 2,000 members around the state, and their mission is to scrutinize the state's voting rolls to see if there are improprieties in there. The State Board of Elections didn't name any responsible party when it blew a whistle on this. I did speak to the head of the New York Citizens Audit, who at first denied any connection to this. But what it turned out she was denying was that her group, members of her group, were identifying themselves as Board of Elections workers. She eventually acknowledged that her group is doing, is going door to door. And I, you know, I found a meeting recording of a member of her group saying just that, that they're uh, approaching randomly selected voters whose registrations their group is questioning. So there doesn't seem to be any question that New York Citizens Audit is coordinating this activity that resulted in the State Board of Elections warning people about door knockers. Well, at the September 6th meeting of the State Board of Elections, the commissioners, as well as uh, some of the staff, addressed the work of the New York Citizens Audit, and specifically uh, the challenges it is making to the 2020 and 2022 election results, challenges that a bipartisan group of officials at the state board say are erroneous and represent either a misconstruction of state data or an ignorance of how the voting process and registration process in New York works. As you've studied this, have you found anything that seems to validate the claims of irregularity that are promoted by New York Citizens Audit Or are they on an island unto themselves with their allegations of improper elections and invalid election results? The county election commissioners that I spoke to in four counties were uniformly exasperated by this activity and by the notion that somebody whose previous registration had been purged is in fact registered multiple times. They clearly give no credence to the complaints that this group is posing. The State Board of Elections has distributed a response to some of the general claims that the group is making that rebuts all of them from the people that I spoke to at the county level, particularly a large part of whose jobs are on a weekly basis to eliminate 
registrations that are no longer active and who a big part of whose job is to ensure that the voting rolls are updated and accurate, that they give no credence to any of this. They're mystified by the kinds of questions that were being put to voters in their counties. So that that's what I can tell you about the potential validity of their claims. Well, finally, as someone who's been covering government and politics in New York for, we'll say a while, I'm not going to date you, is this type of claim and outreach new in your experience? Or have you seen things like this before, this real questioning of election results, this skepticism of the election institutions? I have not seen this before. There have been a few elections in the Hudson Valley in which, you know, for a local election, there were large complaints about voters living in one place and registered in another. The notion that there's, you know, some widespread deception or impropriety that could uh, openings for potential fraud. I asked Marley Hornick, who was the, the head of this organization, what had prompted this study on their part? And was it a spinoff of the 2020 election fraud claims by Donald Trump and his supporters? And she initially said they were not, you know, distanced herself a little by saying this is they're not doing this in support of any candidate or party. But the two examples she gave were directly connected to the Trump election allegations. What had raised their suspicions about voter registrations were she listed two incidents from the 2020 election law, the poll workers in Detroit closing the shade so people couldn't peer in at their counting, election workers in Georgia wheeling out ballots after the polls had closed. Clearly, the you know, the suspicions that Donald Trump raised uh, and his supporters raised after the 2020 election are what prompted this group to begin scrutinizing New York's voting rolls, where none, none of those suspicions had been raised in connection with the 2020 election. Well, we've been speaking with Chris McKenna. He is a political and government reporter in the Hudson Valley for the USA Today Network. Chris, thank you so much for taking the time. I really appreciate it. You bet. Support for Capital Press Room provided by the William G. Pomeroy Foundation. Communities across the Empire State have stories to tell. A roadside marker funded by the William G. Pomeroy Foundation can help your town or city educate the public, encourage pride of place, and promote local tourism. More about the Pomeroy Foundation's New York State Historic Marker Grant Program for 501c3 organizations, nonprofit academic institutions, and local state and federal government entities at wgpfoundation.org.